I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See casper.com slash terms for more details. Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you've got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. 
It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the SmackDown Live Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, joined by my man fixing his hair here, the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Seddon. How are you? Fixing my hair like I can even see that far away. I'm getting so old these days. I'm doing great, John Roca. How are you? I'm good. We're going to get into some things that we were getting in on Twitter about earlier this morning, just kind of getting hyped up. Hope the fans enjoyed our little back and forth here uh, later on in the show. We got to talk about this. I kind of I enjoyed this episode of SmackDown for the most part. I didn't, it was certainly better than Raw. I mean, it was better than Raw, but that's really not saying much. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad episode. There was a lot of talking. I, which I don't mind. Okay. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I, I'd be honest with you right now. I mean, like I said it yesterday, I... I truly feel like WWE is having their post-WrestleMania hangover. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm sure at a certain point you're just creatively drained. And, yeah. and, I, and you can feel it sometimes after WrestleMania. And that's kind of, whether it's me watching or them or a mixture of both, I'm not sure. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't a... I don't think I would say I loved this episode, yeah. but I didn't hate it either. Okay, fair enough. Well, it starts off with Michael Cole coming out. I guess they're using everybody now to introduce people in the ring. <laughs> uh, Michael Cole coming out, uh, kind of jumping you, onto the Kofi bandwagon. Yeah, it's weird seeing Michael Cole on SmackDown. Yeah, that was a little strange, and seeing him do it, maybe they're slowly moving him out, Renee. Uh, but like they, he no. came out there, announced uh, Kofi, he said how great the moment was. Kofi came down. The fans gave him a great reception, and were like, you deserve this. All of that, he talked about what the moment was like. We got a vignette about the past videos, and then Cole got to Kevin Owens and talked about how Kevin Owens had betrayed them and kind of laid the groundwork for a possible match. Uh, I mean, for the match that's going to happen in Money in the Bank, Kevin Owens came out, accepted it, and then we had a little more back and forth. Then uh, Xavier Woods comes out, tries to uh, hit Kevin Owens from behind, does so, but then gets a kick in the face in the process. So overall, a very a kind of an exciting opening, but not necessarily um, the most effective opening. What do you well, think? Well, here's my thing. At a certain point, it's like, okay, we get it. Kofi won the title. Yeah, yeah. Move on. You know, it's like... Is, is there an undercurrent going on that people don't think he deserves it? Yeah, I, that, that's why I don't like it. Because yeah. it's like, you would... Like, we get it. A black champion, a, a black guy won the title. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But let's just... there. Let there just be a champion. It's similar to, like, if there was, like, like when the... It's, I'm trying to think of a good way of... A good comparison, but it's like... We get it. Like, he yeah. won. Let him be the champion now. And I feel like we're not seeing him as champion necessarily. Instead, we're seeing him as guy who's ex- who's excited that he actually won the title and is right. still surprised three weeks later. Like, yeah. your champion shouldn't still be thanking people for getting this opportunity three weeks ago. Like, yeah. we get it. And I, and I do feel like by the end of the episode, we... Have seemingly uh, um, moved away from that a little mm-hmm. bit, and he's finally going to start being like the champion, yeah. acting as such. Because because I do feel like 
Since WrestleMania, they've booked New Day really weak, and I know yeah. Big E hasn't necessarily been there, but um, they're losing momentum a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's because they're still thanking everybody, and, I, and it's like, you don't need to keep thanking us. Like, we, yeah. you, we were pumped for you. You don't need to keep thanking everyone. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's move on time, and so that was my problem with it, and, and, and with the being book weak a little bit like they made xavier woods look like so late yeah here. yeah like he couldn't even successfully attack him from behind he's been taking these bumps lately at kevin owens hands here it's like well it does it's not really effective if you're not able to finish the job off or even keep him at bay and it seems like xavier is taking all these hits and again tonight or last night rather the same thing and they, there was another backstage vignette it was like why are you interfering dude let it be he's like now i'm worried about you don't worry about me that kind of stuff so is this leading to a breakup? I don't know, but it's weird that they're having him be so easily dis- dispatched. I agree with you, and I do fear that they're, that this is ultimately going to lead to a breakup because yeah. they are, you know, with Big E away and then making a mistake and replacing him with Owens, and now there's inner turmoil, and it's like, no. Yeah. Before, you didn't need to get to that yet. Like, we were excited for one of the guys in New Day yeah. to be champion now, like, to, to do their shtick while holding the WWE championship and still being a part, doing the whole fun new day stuff. Although I will say him, since he's supposed to be so angry at Kevin Owens, mm. it was kind of weird to have him coming out with pancakes alone when he's yeah, supposed to be angry. That was weird. Why, well, yeah, I know. I get that Xavier was supposed to come out from by like, but why didn't Xavier come out with him? That's just so strange on so many levels. Yeah. It, like, it, yeah, you set it up creatively in a certain way, but it, I, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, it, agreed. It was just kind of like, I just like I said, I don't feel like they're booking Kofi as strong as they can. Yeah, uh, it's almost like they're biding time until mm-hmm. Roman Reigns takes the titles from takes the title from him eventually. Yeah, and I think it's dangerous too to have Kevin Owens come out and say, you know, oh, these people here know you don't deserve it, or that was, you know, they, that you're not championship material. And it's like, well, I get that that's an angle to play, but if one side of your mouth is going, you know, let's talk about it again, how great it was that you won, but then you're having your heel undercut that in a way that maybe gives voice to these people who you're trying to quiet that that seems like a mixed message or a confusing thing to slam into there's another angle kevin owens can play and the angle we spoke about is i was next in line you took my spot you don't deserve to be here i do blah 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 that's a whole nother uh, angle to go on but to have this angle of like pushing this idea that he's not championship material i, I don't know i maybe you're using him to be the voice of the people who are complaining about it therefore so when he beats him but i don't but think that's a strong and i also don't think that's a there's a strong voice of people saying that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think know where there's that is. this huge majority of people that are like, Kofi doesn't deserve it, except yeah. for like, superstar Billy Graham and probably Vince McMahon. You know? Because <laughs> like, I don't know I don't know where that's coming from. Like, nobody is saying that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's weird to me, the whole oh, he's not championship material. Why? What is championship material? Who right. cares? It's only Vince who thinks that. Anyone can be a champion. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't I don't think it was the strongest segment uh, overall, but I do believe that in the end, uh, it seems like they're getting on the right track. Yeah, and I wonder in the long run, yeah, because it feels like we as a society have changed, right? Oh, it's the first black champion. Great, we move on. Like a week or two, we're, we're good. We got it. We had the moment. We've accepted it. We move on. We you move know on what? very quickly from the news cycle. We yeah. do because, you know what? It was long overdue. It's done, and then we move on, right? Black Panther blew up. Great. Awesome. We all went to see it. We move on. I'll but, be over Avengers Endgame in about 
couple more days. Yeah, a couple more days. And then, <laughs> and then you move on. That's the way it works nowadays. And I feel like Vince is still in the old mentality of like, let's keep going back to this well and make it a big deal out of it. And it's like, no, we've all moved on. Yeah. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. There's, let him be a champion. He, let not, him get into the thing. He, he, he did it. Yeah. He proved he is championship material. Right. Why are we hearkening back to that? Like, right. it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And yeah. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think that, especially in today's society, it's like, give us something new. Right. That's why sometimes when wrestlers are at that moment when they really need to get over, and Vince is like, well, no, we can prolong this for a few more months or a few more weeks. And it's like, no. Right. This is the no, apex. Right, exactly. This is when it needs to, this is when it needs to happen. And yep. so, um, yeah, I agree. I think Vince is sometimes wants to stretch things out. Yeah. And, and you're like, no, no, no. There's no it's need cool. to. No need. Right. We're good. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> well, we also got Becky Lynch coming out here. Uh, Bailey challenging her. Bailey came out with the uh, Oh, she did. Yeah. yeah, she did. So we're not done with that yet. But coming out with a little more harder edge to her. She's not like hugging everybody. She's kind of standing in the middle of the ramp staring at everybody. There's a little more of a uh, edge to Becky, which I like. Or to Bailey, Bailey, rather. And so they're coming out of the ring. They have a good match. It was a good match. Pretty good yep. match. Becky Two Belts did a, they both did a nice job. Then to the armor, Charlotte comes out, kicks uh, 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 Becky in the face, then throws uh, Bailey into the ring post and stands in the ring triumphant while they're both lying on the ground below her. Um, you like all of this? Uh, I don't. Are we done with Becky? I'm just like, in my mind. I'm like I'm, I'm done here. You had six months to try to beat this woman and you couldn't do it. I'm just kind of done. I'm sorry. With, I mean ba- with Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. I'm kind of. I, oh, felt, okay, I okay. felt like I was a, uh, over it last night. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I kind of have the same vibe. You know, I. I would say this much: the, the match was really good. Yeah, the match was great. Bailey's the match was doing, really good. Bailey's doing great stuff. Um, Bailey's switching it up a little bit. Yep. The finish, as much as I wanted, as much as I feel like Bailey needs wins right now was at least believable and she's going against the champs or whatever like yep. it made sense with the elbow to the disarmer whatever right um i also really like that one moment in the match where bailey like was like come on like she like the nakamura thing where it was yeah. like come on you know like <laughs> bring it to me and they started hitting back i thought that was really good i like the edge uh to yep. bailey i do feel like bailey needed a win here more than becky needed a win over bailey right like i really feel like this was one of those matches that didn't need to be booked because it's like I would. I, it feels like they're building towards Bailey winning Money in the Bank. Yes, it feels like that's what they're, yeah. they're building towards. Yeah. And and she needs a push, and that's a smart push to do. That is, and it gives her something to do. It's, it's, it's something for Bailey to focus on on SmackDown. So I'm, I'm into that. Um, I just felt like you, building to, the best way to build that isn't having her lose to the champion. Yeah, that was especially just totally clean. Nothing. It's like, well, yep. why do I want to see her? what? What's to see her? fight back from now. Exactly. Like, last week she came out and said, you've never beaten me. Well, now she has. So, well, right. great. We've, yeah, we've, well, that's right. We've it's burned kind through of, that. Yeah, we burned we just that. burned right through that. Right, you know? And so that, 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 I loved the match. I thought it was a great match. Yeah. Um, so maybe, it's just more so in my mind of like, well, what about last week? So maybe the smarter move was to have Bailey really giving Becky all she can handle. And, then Charlotte, match, run and in, then Charlotte run in. And then Charlotte run in. And get everyone DQ'd. Yeah, so there's a reason the to, to see that match again, especially if Bailey were to win the money in the bank. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt watching. I was like, okay, cool. You're going to have Charlotte run in anyway. Why didn't you just have her run yeah. in before so Bailey didn't have to lose clean when she's in the midst of this renewed push? Yep. That's how I looked at it. However, the match was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you in the aspect of like, I'm, 
I'm done with Charlotte and yeah. Becky Lynch. Like we've done it. We're there. We've done it. Like give Charlotte something else to do. Yeah. Like I love Charlotte. I think she's one of the best wrestlers on the roster. Absolutely. But just like give her something else to do if you're not going to be. In the, now, granted, if they're going to give the title right back to her at which, Money in the Bank, which, which I a, think is going to happen, which is a possibility, yeah. Yeah. Um, then I get it, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I like like everything. Everyone played their parts well. Mm-hmm. I was entertained by all of it. Yeah. I just uh, the critic in me looks at it, and like the producer in me goes like. What about the past and future of things you've told us and what you're going to do going forward? This kind of puts a halt in in Bailey yeah. real fast. Do you think Becky has a better roster of women to fight on Raw than SmackDown? No, I think the opposite. SmackDown's Smackdown roster is st- stacked right now. Has talent. more talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if Becky defeats Charlotte and retains that belt, she's essentially the SmackDown champion. Yes. And Lacey Evans, if she beats her, is the Raw champion. If she right? does. If she does. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because I think that factors in. Who can you create the better programs with on which side of the brand? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because with Becky, you've got to take advantage of what you have with her. Who are you going to put her with on Raw? You have uh, Ruby Wright. You have Lacey Evans. You have uh, um, uh, 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 Naomi. You have Alexa. You have Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan. You have stuff you can play with on the Raw. But on the SmackDown side... Who do you have here that she can play? You have Bailey. See, that's exactly Charlotte. that's exactly why I feel. You know, I know I was talking that maybe Lacey will win. Yeah, but I actually think the opposite now. Okay, I do think if I had to guess, yeah. the, the prediction in me, like I would guess that she beats Lacey. Okay, and then in her match with Charlotte. Lacey is mad, comes out, yeah, hits helps. her with the woman's right. right. Charlotte regains the SmackDown title because I do think there's. There's a bunch of faces on. Uh, there's a bunch of different competitors on the SmackDown side that yeah. go against Charlotte. You got Carmella, Ember Moon. Um, you know, there's, there's more yep. people. There's Oscar, Kyrie Sane. If they if they get right. out of tag division, right, right, there's right. there's, um, hey, Mandy, there's uh, Mandy, 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 Sonya. Sonya. There's yep. a lot of people that can go up against Charlotte. Like mm-hmm. so, so I feel like. They like Charlotte as the centerpiece of the women's division on SmackDown anyways. So right. you have Charlotte there. And then Becky is now at the forefront of Raw. And Becky right. Becky versus Alexa, which they're already setting up on social media. Yes. Becky and, and Lacey. Becky and they already trying to tease Becky and Naomi. Natalia. Yeah, Naomi. Yeah. They have all these things. So yeah. I do think that's ultimately where it's going to go is that Becky's yeah. going to be on Raw as the Raw that makes, SmackDown. Or the yeah. Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, that makes more sense. I agree with that as well. And I guess they got to give Charlotte something for all this time of trying to beat her, so they'll, you know, and have it be like a little controversial helps overall. And she's had this long losing streak. You can't yep. say like Charlotte's like got pull, doing all this pull to be winning all the time. She's been losing more than, yeah. than ever. So yeah. she's been in the mix, but she's been losing. So that's fair. I, I like the way they worded it on TV last week or so. They didn't call it a losing streak. They said it was her worst winning streak or something <laughs> like that. And that cracked. I don't know if that was the exact words they used, but do you remember them saying that like last week? Yeah. Or something? They said something along those lines. They didn't want to call it a losing streak. They said, I'm on my worst winning streak. And I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure that's called a losing streak, not a winning streak. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to one of uh, Ryan's saddest moments of the night. That's Jeff Hardy limping it out It was, but I ring. did love this segment. Yeah, it was a great segment. Hard, uh, I'm a little sad that we don't have the delete anymore. We have the regular Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy. They're coming out, you know, and they're saying that how they have to give up the belt uh, because of what happened with Lars Sullivan injuring Jeff Hardy. Um, and then Lars comes out again and went, Wait, goes after him. Before you get him. to that, yeah. the, <laughs> sometimes there are things that happen in wrestling that I find to be so ridiculous. Yeah. But we just accept. And I love what it was like. Jeff 
tell us about how this happened. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Instead of telling you about it happened, I'm going to show you. Here's this. And, and it's like, are we to believe that yeah. Jeff edited this himself to explain how he got injured? Like Jeff on the plane over was just an iMovie just tapping away at things. I love that. It was like, why did we have to see a whole <laughs> vignette on your injury? Like, why would you even want us to see that if the guy injured you? Remember? Uh, Let's yeah. go to the video. Jake. Let's go to the video wall in case you don't remember when I got injured last week. Let's all rewatch this together. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Matt does some nice work on the t- talking about everything, and they both seem it's a really kind of nice, touching moment. Uh, who, who, who was it? Charlie in the ring? Who was it in that? I forget, I forget who was interviewing exactly them. The top of my head. And then, uh, and then, because um, I'm not a fan of the new, the new backstage, I do not like Sarah. Her. Oh, don't oh like she's her. great. Oh, I didn't like her. Oh, but, you are out of your mind. Yeah, she's, I don't know if you. I feel like you don't watch NXT as much as you claim to because she's what? great on NXT. All right, maybe she's like a, she's like one like of the, the best. wrestlers. Maybe some people are better uh, at NXT than they are above. We'll see. No, anyway, she's been great so far. Anyway, uh, Lars comes out. They uh, he attacks them again. Matt Hardy does his best to hold it off. Jeff's about to use the crutch, a la Becky Lynch, and then sliding in is Arch, who can't get enough of Lars Sullivan beatings and hits him over the head with a chair. Does nothing. Uh, Lars punches the chair out, and then they have a dirty dancing moment. Which your which Eric can point out, which is very funny. Your girlfriend pointed out on Twitter, and then completely demolishes our truth. Um, where does this all lead to? Uh, in essence, this is all just pushing Lars. You know, here's what I'll say. I think they're doing a better job of pushing Lars than they are doing the Viking Raiders or anyone else that they're having uh, squash other people. I like how they're doing Lars. The Legends thing works, but also the our truth running in every single time, just genius. So it's working so well. I think. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement there. I think that. The, the everything they're doing with Lars has been entertaining. I like it. They're building him as such a beast. I know people complain, yeah. you know, compare it to other uh, behemoth wrestlers like him, but it's like I think they're doing it right with him. I think that they're putting him up against the right people. I think that the Hardy Boys have enough love to where you're like, oh, I want the Hart, Matt yeah. Hardy to fight back, you know. And so um, I'm assuming we're going to get you know Lars versus Matt. I'm assuming oh. we're going to get Lars versus our Truth. Like it makes sense. I'm into it. You know, should be a handicap match. It wouldn't surprise me if right. they did that. Right. Um, but I. I uh I thought this segment was well done because I mean if Jeff's got to go you get that that sympathy but then you also mm-hmm. put it on someone like Lars so now Lars is like because of Lars Kurt Angle is is off the sh- well Kurt Angle's already retired so I guess you can't chalk yeah. that one up to Lars but now he's got officially someone on the shelf because mm-hmm. of him and I, I like that it makes him uh, a more hateable wrestler puts heat on him uh, and I, I when he punched the chair that was awesome oh because, my god because I'm sorry. You can call you know the the punches fake in wrestling all you want, but like punching a steel chair hurts. Yes, like I've punched steel before. It sucks. <laughs> you know, like I don't care how much they help you. Like they, it look the punching chair sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> and only the big guys do it. They don't have the punching chair with like you know the little guys don't be punching chairs. No. It doesn't happen. You know why? Because it hurts like a mother. So you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm bummed that Jeff's gone. Yeah. However, I will say that I wasn't pumped to see the Hardy Boys reunite. Anyways, mm-hmm. I feel like I felt like Matt had become so over with all the broken Hardy stuff that he yeah. had been doing yeah. that it was silly to kind of pretend like that wasn't a thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like Jeff. For fans like myself who loved Jeff when he was WWE champion, yeah. um, I feel like 
I wanted both of them to get ample push. Like, right. I didn't want them on the same show. Right. I, I felt like they served their own purposes. Matt serves his – he's got this weird, kooky, out-of-the-box thing that people enjoy. And Jeff is – you know, Jeff's a WWE legend, in yeah, my opinion. And absolutely. So, and so – I can't deny that. Um, I mean, Matt is, too. I shouldn't say he's sure. not. Uh, but just, but, but just different consistent. levels. Jeff, yeah. Jeff has been – Showcased by WWE yep. stronger, mm-hmm. um, and so yep. um, Matt is a legend in my eyes, and I, and he'll be in the Hall of Fame probably twice. But like right. I I, uh, I just mean in terms of the way Vince pushes them, and sure. so I would have liked to have seen Matt get his own thing. So I am hoping that with this. Because Matt has been doing his whole, like, I can draw whatever character I want out of me whenever I want, um, I, hope he, I hope he reverts back to the Woken thing on SmackDown. Yeah, because the whole be time, I felt like, you know what, they're not giving the Woken thing love mm-hmm. on Raw. So I was hoping that they would take him to SmackDown and let him kind of flourish there doing the broken mm-hmm. stuff. Um, whether that happens or not, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. But I hope that's what happens. I think it's the right audience for it if you're going to do it, is the SmackDown audience. They're more. I mean, like I said, to me, it's always NXT, SmackDown, Raw. That's the progression. Right, and SmackDown is is always the combo of both of Raw and NXT. It's got a nice mixture, and I think you can work something like woke out there that will get accepted by the fans more. I do think in a few months. SmackDown's gonna be number the one that's it's gonna go it's gonna go NXT Raw SmackDown. Yeah, I mean once it's on Fox, that's yeah, gonna be, they're gonna care more about being on Fox. That's a very good point. Broadcast TV than cable. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. So we'll see how this lead, what this leads to with Lars. Uh, let's move on to first. Let's talk about the uh, female participants in the Money in the Bank. We had because we had a backstage segment where uh, 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 Sonya gave the uh, spot to Mandy in essence, even though Mandy tried to give it to Sonya. Uh, it's a weird it, segment. That yeah, like. But she all of a sudden, Mandy doesn't want to be showcased. She's a heel. It makes no well, sense. Well, she was doing it more facetiously, but like, right? At least that's how it seemed. But Sonya, I'm almost wondering if they're if they're building towards a Sonya turn, and that's why they did that. Yeah, interesting. Because it was weird. It was like, yeah. no, you deserve it, and they're both bad guys. And it was like, well, yeah. now you guys both just seem like good people. Oh, thanks, Queen Bee. <laughs> uh, but so we have it. We have Bailey. We have Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella up in the mix. So this is going to be fun on the SmackDown side with Alexa. Uh, uh, Dana Brooke, uh, uh, Naomi, and uh, and uh, Natty. There, this is going to be a fun. Now, I'm excited. Okay, right. The Raw foursome didn't get me excited. The SmackDown foursome gets me excited, and this is going to be a nice mix of ladies doing it up. So it's going to be fun to watch this match. Um, I liked when Bailey. I liked the inclusion of Bailey. Yes, uh, I, I like the inclusion of all of them. They, mm-hmm. they make sense. Um, I feel like Bailey's announcement was kind of a dud, considering she lost right afterwards. Right, true. But I almost think that maybe that's misdirection to make you think that she's like the, the most underdog sure. out of all, of the, the biggest underdog out of everyone. Right. Um, the Mandy segment, like I said, a little weird, but I think Mandy deserves to be in the match. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Um, it'll be interesting to see Mandy in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. So uh, into that, the segment with Carmella and Ember Moon though, yeah, fell real flat. Like I'm, I think Ember Moon's great, but I am starting to see. She's maybe not the best on the mic okay. at this point. She's yeah. got she's got a little bit of a weakness when it comes to her promos because right. I never she does them and yeah. they never really resonate with me. I'm never like yeah. I'm always kind of like okay, that was words that were said. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that I mean, I I, I love her in ring work. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. Um. But this promo did fall a little flat and and Carmella just kind of like out of nowhere announcing herself with the match also was it felt very forced. Yes. It, it felt very forced. So um. I like all their inclusion in the match, but just the segments themselves. Like I was saying, I I, I I'm trying not to be down, mm-hmm. but I do think that it's not me. I think that. Yeah. I think that it's post-WrestleMania hangover because I do feel like some of these things were very by the numbers. Like, right, right. we've done this in the past. Let's do it again to get through this week. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of the ladies, we had a tag team match here. Uh, for some reason, they had to bring out local competition against Asuka and Kari Sane, which I mind-blowing to me, uh, but okay. I get it. Do you? Only because, like I was saying, I really feel like... These are seasoned veterans. It's not about that. It's about getting a certain thing over, similar to the Viking experience, or Viking yeah. Raiders, or whatever they're called now. Like, they first they wanted to get over the fact that, look it, they have a they have their own entrance now, which right. I... I hate dual music. It's very lazy, but at least they listened a little bit and they like tried to give them mm-hmm. their own together entrance that didn't feel weird. Even with Paige doing her thing in the middle, yeah, it felt like they were at least trying to form a thing. Um, and I also feel like they need to get over that they're fast and get yeah. things moving real fast. And so, who who could they have done that against? That like would have been okay. That you would have not been like sitting here being like. Oh! Squashed! Like, who would you do? Who could they have really done that with? I think Sonya and Mandy would have been a fun back and forth with them to show what they no, could do. No, but they're going to squash them. This is uh, a squash match. Listen, I didn't want to see a squash match. That's my point. I hate squash matches. Hate, hate, hate them. I think they serve no fucking purpose. But you at loved all. wrestling in the 80s when that well, was prevalent. Yeah, but that was the 80s. I'm saying things progress. I also loved wearing parachute pants in the 80s. I'm still wearing it in 2019. Yeah, but I'm you talk about all the time about how the 80s, they were able to big to build money, big money matches. And the, and the way they did that was by getting people over without having to less without having to demean other talent. No, Hogan always fought somebody really tough to beat all the time. He rarely fought the jobber. You're talking about Only the world the champion. Shows. But the ta- there, there were oh, well, right, the people but, lower on the card who were still trying to get over fought jobbers all the time to get themselves over. Well, no, you have to get that act over. Well, not all the time. I don't recall that that being the prevalent thing. It was at I've been watching moments. the from the 90s and the 80s on the yeah. WWE Network, and it's only squash matches except right. for pay-per-views fair fair all right so if that if that's the case right once again we spoke about vince's outdated approach to things at the beginning of the show i think this is an outdated approach as well mm. like, i think people want to see good matches ryback There's a lot rest- ryback got oh, so over just wrestling enhancement talent local enhancement talent there right. all the time ron Strowman got super over wrestling enhancement talent uh when he first came to raw and, and he got split up from the yeah. wyatt family yeah. it's just a different point of view like to me i just don't like him i don't like him because i want to see what you can do in the ring against real competition. I don't give a shit about what you can do against crappy local competition. Yeah, but it see, does nothing for me. But this, but, but nothing. But this isn't about the match. It's about getting them over with. It's the about fans. getting the character. This. It's about getting people invested in this tag team. Right. But don't you get invested watching them wrestle a fantastic match against equal competition? Yeah, but. The, but- there's 52 weeks in a year. Not every single match needs to be a five-star match to get talent over. No, 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 right. Not a five-star match, but you can give them uh, a wrestler. You can have them fight a four- or three-star match against these other wrestlers and have a good, decent, and have them come coming up in that way. I think that's possible. The whole thing is getting people over. Yeah, but there's so, so many people that don't know who Kyrie Sane is. That right. You say that like as if Kyrie Sane's already over with everyone on the no, main I know, roster. I don't. She's not. I'm, say, I'm, dif- I'm disagreeing with you on how to get them over. I, I see that you agree with the squash matches, and that's the way to do it. I respect that. I just don't agree. I think for me, I'd rather. I think Kyrie Sane can get over fighting great competition or good competition and beating them. And when she beats them, the fans are going, "Oh shit, she can do all this!" Because you're ars- you're forced to use more of your arsenal as the competition increases. As you use more of your arsenal, the fans see what you can do and go, damn, I love that Yeah, girl. but if you start off here, where is there to well, go? I'm not saying you have to start out here. That I'm is starting start off here. here and move up, but starting out here is a waste of time for yeah, me. Yeah, but, but to me, the tag match with Fire and Desire is feud-worthy. Like, that's a feud. That's great. 
Start the feud. But but you have to get these people. You can't just toss a new wrestler that nobody knows out there and be like, okay, now they're in feuds. They you did have it to- last night. Two wrestlers nobody knows is out there uh, with those jobbers. They threw those jobbers out there. They don't know them. That's the whole point is you don't know them, so you don't care when they lose in a few seconds. And you're like, oh, shit, this little Japanese lady, she kicks ass. Yeah, that's right. That's what you think. What I go is I'm going to go to the bathroom now. I'm going to go get my pretzel now because there's no point to see this. I know who's going to win. It's not like they're going to miraculously win. I'm going to go get pretzel. I don't want to see that. I know what they can do. See, I guess that, that's just like our disconnect. That's right, usually right. our disconnect is that I, it's not yeah. about the matches to me. Right. It's about the story. And the story, to me, I would think it was really silly if they had just put them out there and had them beat someone like uh, like Mandy and Sonya mm-hmm. with no buildup, no nothing. I would be complaining about that. That okay. would make me angry. Okay. Because you're like, what? They, they haven't done anything to get that yet. Who hasn't done anything? Kari saying and Yeah. Okay. As a tag team, you mean? Yeah. What? Even separately. No, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I hear your point of view. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I hear your point of view. I just think you should be fighting quality matches every every time you're on on a TV. It's my opinion. That's how you get over. I get that there's 52 weeks in the year, but you got. I don't see Becky fighting jobbers. Becky fights everyone. Becky's the champion. Yeah. She's fight. not a new act that they're Charlotte trying to get does, over. Uh, a new act. A new Who is act. a new act that's not doing that? Has I mean, Ricochet that's... fought any jobbers since he's come up? No. No, but he came up in a tag team. And they, they pushed him in a different way. Right, though. but they didn't even fight any tag team jobbers either. They fought a regular competition. Yes. That's my point. I think Kari Sane and Asuka can fight regular. And, and I would argue uh, uh, I would argue that uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet weren't that well known as well coming out of NXT. Fair. So that's my point. They gave them great competition to show their but skills. But look what happened now. And they got over. Yeah, but look what happened now. They're Ricochet's... I don't know. I just don't... I don't agree. I mean, yeah, I just, think you can do either way, though. Like, it doesn't have to be... X or, or Y. You can do both. Right. My preference is the other one. My preference is the X. Your preference and you're okay with is both, right? Yeah, because I feel okay. like right now Ricochet has zero character and people are like, hey, who is Ricochet? Right. They have to do, they have to go all over again with Ricochet. I build think so. Thing. Yeah, but you won't see him fighting jobbers. You won't see him fighting jobbers. Because there's no... Injured. First of all, they, it's rare that they, that they have just... A mid card guy fighting jobbers, like they don't. It's not. That's not a thing. But for tag teams, they do that all the time with tag teams. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't like it. I, don't, I just don't like it. But I get. It. But anyway, this was the jobbers came out. They, I thought they, I, I thought they, they wrestled okay. They weren't great. But you had to wonder about that, right, Ryan? Has anyone ever done that and then become part of the WWE? Yeah, lots of people. Really? Yeah. That they James Ellsworth. Oh, all right. I'm just saying that's a first, that's a I recent guess. example. I guess, but no, I mean the Hardy Boys uh, were they were they people they were that hard, took they hits? were like 15 year old jobbers on on WWE TV and okay. stuff. Like if you look back, that's cool. Oh, there's God throughout history. I okay. can't even. I mean, you can't even right. count on t- how many, on two hands. How I would many love to explore the history of that. Oh, I, maybe I'll do that in a deep countless, dive one night. Countless. That's fun um, because these ladies didn't look like. I don't think I don't see a future for these ladies. It's actually funny. I, it's one of my favorite things of watching superstars lately is when you watch and you go like, and they come out to the ring to wrestle a jobber and you go, hey, that's Perry Saturn. Or you're like, hey, what the hell? That's so-and-so. I was like every week, every episode that I watch, really? hey, that's so-and-so. Uh, so, I, yeah, all the time. Or like, like uh, let's dance. I remember Scarlett Bordeaux. She was a jobber. Okay. She's not in WWE now, but she was an uh, enhancement talent when they were when she was local once. Now she's a big thing in, in back. Right, right. Um, I'm trying to remember other recent ones, but a lot of them get signed to NXT afterwards, yeah, yeah. or um, yeah, no, Interesting. The, okay. the, the handsome talent 
Definitely. Well, the Iconics were sitting ringside making comments all through this and, thing. And they redeemed their shitty promos last week because I was laughing the whole time. I don't, I don't know if you were, but I, I was cracking up no, the things they were saying on commentary. They, they did a great the, – the chemistry with them and Corey yeah, and, uh, and Byron uh, and Byron were great. Yeah. You know, they, like they wouldn't take questions from Byron, which <laughs> yeah. was very funny. This match was over quick, uh, so they had a little bit of time uh, afterwards. And there wasn't much uh, afterwards. Like I thought maybe they'd run in the ring and challenge or anything like that, but none of that happened. So I really do it's think it's strange. because they're they're trying to get them over. Kari Sane and Asuka over. Oh. It was more it was less about them because I don't think they want to immediately insert them into the into right. the title right, contention. Right, right, right. They want to like show that why you should like these guys, right. these women first. Right. And credit to the Iconics for doing that, for going out there. As you've said many times, and you've kind of won me over in this way, Like they've done everything possible to put people over, taking losses, taking bumps, looking bad, whatever it takes. Here they come out on the mic, and they uh, play the heel thing to a T, and get Kari saying, and uh, even making jokes at their own expense, when she's like, oh, you remember how that? She's like, oh, I don't have to go in the past and remember you know, those moves that they've been subject to from Kari saying and, and Asuka. So that was fun overall. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next move on, Shane McMahon and Roman Reigns going at it here verbally on the mic. Uh, Reigns coming out doing his promo. Uh, then Shane comes out to kind of talk to him about how he's uh, he attacked a national treacher. I don't know what a treacher is. And then and then said that he's going with Jim Harborough. Totally got this Jim Harbaugh, but like whatever. And then he announces the B team. They come out and then this is going to be a handicap match with Elias, his special guest referee. Uh, but before that, we got announced the uh, uh, participants in the Ladder money in the bank ladder match from the SmackDown side. You got Ali. You got uh, Finn Balor. Uh, who else was on that uh, side? Randy Orton, Randy Orton. and who was oh, uh, Andrade and Andrade, which is which will come up later on. Yeah, uh, but, I definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but this was actually a damn good match, I thought. And Reigns seems really over with the SmackDown fans, which was surprising to see. I think the Raw fans still have a little bit of thing with him, but the SmackDown fans are a thousand percent behind him. That was fun. I, I enjoyed the match. Fun match. Yes, uh, I really. I, I know people are maybe might call me crazy or whatever, but like I, as much as the B team has been relegated to their current status, both of those guys are are good wrestlers. Yes, they are. They're good hands in the ring. They're yep. they're good at what they do. They're entertaining. They're always they always deliver when asked upon. Yep. And 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 I feel like. I'm glad. I'm, I don't know if they're going to, but I would like to see them be treated. I would like to see them treated with a little bit more respect on SmackDown mm-hmm. than they were after their their tag title reign on Raw. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping maybe this is a little bit of an indication of that. Because, I think so. Because being pair with Shane is is going to be good for them if that's if that's going to be something they're going to be the doing. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be that'll be good. Um, and, and I like that they weren't just immediately squashed because I did think they were just going to be immediately squashed. And the fact that like. Roman allowed himself to have near falls with them and work. I don't know, like ten minute match, something like that. It was fun, good stuff. Um, I liked. I I feel like it played into the storyline. The only thing that I think they need to um, caution against is making it look like Roman is overcoming the odds again. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think. I think the Roman overcoming the odds. One, we've seen it already, and two, it's the reason people resent him. Yep, they go like, we get it. Roman can beat a hundred people at once. We get it. Yeah. Like you know, like Roman can throw everyone out of the Royal Rumble. We get it. Mm-hmm. And that's not me. It's not how I look at it. But I do feel like 
that is one of those things that leads down the path of why people don't like Roman Reigns. Right, right. Uh, punching Vince, cool. I, I, being cool on the mic, I like that. Yeah, you know, when he was like, when he was like, oh, it's McMahon family. He was like, no, it's your daddy's money, and I put him on the ground over here. He's like, oh, okay, that's badass. I like that. <laughs> cool, badass thing to do and say. Yep. So that was cool. I just, yeah, I do fear that the stacking the odds against Roman is does sometimes lead to resentment against his character. Yes. People just want to, like you, people like you just want to see him wrestle good matches. Yeah, that's all I want. And I think, and I was very happy to see him do that this time and see the fans get behind him because I'm in that place now where, okay, Roman is here to stay. Roman's been here a while. It came back from leukemia to fight. You got to give him respect for that. And then the fan, you, now you just want to see what he can do in the ring finally after all these years. Remember, he started out as a young man. So it wasn't like he was coming in at 35. Like the guy has had time to build this uh, thing. He's fought some great competition. And now he's in the situation situation where he can show what he can do and i thought he carried this match really well yeah I did and, too. and the twists and the turns in the story of the match were well done as well with the yanking out of the referee and the switching around and i love that um even uh even elias had to respect the speed of the count which was hilarious to me <laughs> that, that was i think it's normally it's like you want to do you're out but when he was doing it like in a pace i'm like what is happening and then when he couldn't get the three he's like oh so close like you're in control that was so funny the way they played that. But happened on the, uh, at the Impact pay-per-view this weekend. It was oh. Brian Cage versus Johnny Impact for the title. And he, uh, I didn't watch Impact, but like there's a, um, like Johnny, like a referee cheated basically yeah. recently and then joined Johnny's like little stable, mm-hmm. you know, he's got a little stable now. And when the ref got knocked out at the pay-per-view, the shady ref came running and he did the same thing. I was cracking up that it was like, he did a regular count when he's already a shady ref. <laughs> and Johnny said to him like, you heard Johnny say, why didn't you count fast? And he said something like, I tried, or I, I, I thought he wasn't going to kick out, or something like that. And it made me laugh, because it was like, even Johnny impacted me, like, why didn't you count fast? Um, so yeah, I, I, that, that made me laugh too. But I agree yeah. with you that like, they easily could have you know, made Roman look strong, yeah. you know? yeah. but instead they did have him, have him wrestle a match with these guys and have believable near falls. Yep. And for that, I applaud them, because it... it I think, you know, making every person on the roster look as strong as possible is yep. good. Yep. So, uh, if, you know, if they can make the beat, if they could resurrect the beat team and make them look strong again, that'd be awesome. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Whoever was in charge of taking them off TV for a little bit, let the public like forget them for a little bit, and then bringing them back this way deserves a, deserves a congratulations. I think they did a smart job in that way. If they continue to use them, and it wasn't right. just like, uh, who do we got? Uh, exactly. Put the team out there. If they continue, and I think they will, because watching it, me as a wrestling fan, watching them come out aligned with Shane, I got that whole uh, Spirit Squad vibe going, and I'm like, or Mean oh, Street Posse, oh, Mean Street Posse, rather. That that is brilliant to me, and I like that idea of them uh, being attached to because it gives them credibility, just like they were attached to Miz to get credibility. So I could totally see the B team now making a little bit of a run here, getting some credibility on the SmackDown side of things, and seeing what they can do, and maybe even holding the straps down the road you never know if they start wearing those cardigans i'll love it like the, like the mean street posse i will be super into it what's it was Dolph part of the mean stream posse no no no, somebody no. Was he was that was way way became, before Dolph Ziggler somebody became part of the, someone came out of the mean street posse i can't remember who that was no because it was Pete Gas, Rodney and oh. i forget the other guy Joey Abs or whatever okay. so and none of those guys ever became anything in the WWE separately not solo, okay. no. All right. All Not right. that I recall. <laughs> Maybe Pete Gass for a minute, but nothing like of success. 
Maybe Pete Gass for a minute. Maybe. I feel like Pete Gass did for a minute. I, I don't remember. There's a great 30 for 30s we should do on the pro wrestling <laughs> show. Pete Gass. What if I told you? He wrote right. a book recently. Yeah? Yeah. I almost, what? Pete I almost, Gass wrote a book? I almost read it. What? I think he wrote I a book. Yeah. Read. I almost read it. I like the Mean, the mean Street Posse. I had it in my hands at the 99 Cent Bookstore, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finn, Bal- Finn Balor and Ali next coming up in a tag team match. Took on Randy Orton and Andrade. Andrade talking on the mic. Interesting uh, decision to do that um good match i thought overall really fun match between the four of them could show showed you exactly what you could, what you can expect at the money in the bank uh match coming up here so this was fun all around uh they get the victory uh finn balor and ali uh and then uh randy orton does the rko on finn balor ali after looking over his uh, fallen comrade then gets up on the ring ropes the top ring ropes pointing to the money in the bank case uh saying oh, he's going to be next so apparently finn balor was all right for ali to uh, 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 promote himself on the top rope. That was an interesting decision for me personally watching. I was like, dude, your guy's still down on the ground, son. It's not about you time right now. Uh, all right, so anyway, what did you think of this? Uh, okay. Oh, First of all, before we get into the, everything else, mm-hmm. what do you think about that Andrade promo? Uh, I think Andrade's trying, but my instinct is, you know, the Mexi- his Mexican accent is very thick. It's thick. And, you know, and so you're just like, okay, I can understand, because I, mean, I grew up with parents with accents, Yeah. so for me, it's easy to pick up what he's saying, but I don't know how the general public feels, but at least they're trying. They're trying to see what he can do on the mic. But why do you need to try to see what he can do on the mic if he has an effective manager? Like, they don't, they never go, you know what? You know what? Maybe we should have Brock Lesnar talk sometimes. <laughs> they go, no, we got Paul Heyman. And every time they've tried to have Brock talk, they go, yeah, yeah no, now we remember why we have Paul Heyman. They do Although vignettes. Some, sometimes he, he has cool vignettes sure. when he's produced. Um, yes. And he's had the famous moments like, I don't give a shit about your kids or right, whatever. Right. Um, but so, uh, shorter doses of Brock speaking, the better. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way with Andrade. Andrade, I... I don't need him to have this long promo. Right. Have him just say something real effective. Just have him say, like, one line that's like, yeah. he worked on that one line, yeah. so it sounds perfect, you know, so that it sounds like it drives home, you know, that he's a killer or something. Because I, I, I feel like when you have him cutting promos, then you're like, well, what is the point of Zelina Vega? What is she there to for? To interfere in the matches. But, like, what? Why? That's, right. That seems unnecessary. Like, yeah. just to be there to be like, arm candy is not. The best well, way to use Zelina Vega. I would push back. She's she's arm candy. She she gets involved. She pulls wrestling moves. Fair, right? If she was like, uh, I don't know, uh, somebody else who's who is arm candy at times, a valet, the old school valets, then I agree with you. But, but she wasn't brought in and put and paired with Andrade. Yeah, because she's good at interfering in matches. Right, right. She fair. was put there because she is effective on the mic and is able to get him over. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's done that every time she's been she on the has. mic. Absolutely. Um, and so he going from NXT on. And, yeah. and yes, and I feel like these promos make him. I, I don't know. It just seems like less tough. I feel like okay. he's le- like because some people go like, oh, he's accent or whatever, you right. know, and they're like, oh, speaking Spanish or whatever, right, you right. know. I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he doesn't need it. He, yeah. Like when he made that joke about Randy Orton, it felt just so out of place. Like if, when he said like, oh, you could tag me in if you want to learn anything, and it was yeah. like, what? First of all, what are you talking about? <laughs> like I love Andrade, but Randy Orton's like a twelve-time yeah. world champion. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to take lessons from Andrade. And I get it, it was scripted to do that. Right. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, it didn't. Nothing he said in that promo was that effective or anything like that. Yeah, it, look, and it cracks me up. It reminded me of those moments when these young you young punks or young pukes come through the schmodown and start to come at me with their bullshit, and I'm just like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to tell me what to do? What are you trying to say? Uh, win a title. Then, we can, then, then you can come speak to me. And <laughs> that I, 
the look Randy Orton had on his yeah, face, and too. Yeah, that's the face you're supposed to have. Yeah. When anyone walks up, wasn't on a goddamn thing on your level and starts to think they can school you on a damn thing. And so I love when, uh, I loved when Randy's face completely. It was great. He didn't have to say a word. No, he didn't. Son. He just had his look on his face. He went like, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Who took the pin? <laughs> yeah. And also, I, you know, agree. And, but also, I don't, I think the other reason is like, Heel versus heel just doesn't work for me. Like, yeah. it really doesn't work for me. And you go, like, why is this heel taunting this other yeah, heel? Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure an Andrade Randy Orton match would be dope. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just. I... What do you think they're lining up here? Because I think it's all just to build up money in the bank. Okay. I don't think they're building towards Andrade versus Randy Orton. No, no, or but do you think like Orton versus Balor is in play now because he RKO'd Balor for that title? I honestly think it's similar to like when you know everyone's in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It's oh, like yeah. we're in this match, so we're supposed to beat each other up. Gotcha, gotcha. And I, I feel like that's kind of what they're doing here because there's only you know there's four and four yeah. on each show, so they're like just have everyone beat each other up from each time until we get to Money in the Bank. You know, uh, what do you think about Randy Orton being added to the match? I like it. I like it. Like you said, like with Natty, you need a veteran presence. I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah Orton is a veteran presence. Yeah, you won me over with that when we were talking about it yesterday. So this Orton thing makes sense. Like it just grounds the match a little bit. He's going to help people, and he still can do everything that Randy Orton can do. Uh, he, you know, he hasn't lost. In my opinion, he hasn't lost a step at no, all. No, not at all. He's still more. He's still as vicious. He's still as dangerous in that ring. And every wrestler, young wrestler, there can learn something from being in a match with Randy. How he's pacing it. How he's pacing himself and how he's telling the story of the match as he goes along in his part in it. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. I'm sure he's going to kind of be one of the people leading the you know, kind of like mm-hmm. help him build things or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm in complete agreement on yeah, all that as well. Yeah. I, I, at first I was like, I was kind of like, Randy Orton's going to be in Money in the Bank again? But then I was like, oh. Yeah. Randy Orton's in Money in the Bank again. I like that. <laughs> you know, I even like his little promo. Yes, the promos, his promo. Before we yeah. get past it, um, <laughs> was dying at the tweet that James uh, posted on the Wrestling Sheet account last night where it said, like, producer, like, what do you want for the vibe of this promo? And then it was like, Aleister Black. Did you oh, see last yeah. night's episode of Game of Thrones? Or this week's episode of Game of Thrones? And then it was like, producer, say no more, fam. And that's why it was just all black in the promo. I couldn't see anything in the promo. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, that was such a good joke from James. So are they lining him up as a face or a heel? The black stuff can go either way. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I, I'm I assuming face. I felt yeah. face. Um, the blackness. I don't know. I I didn't love the promo, okay. but I, I'm 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 reserving judgment on these. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think him wearing all black in a black room is kind of silly because yes. he looks like a floating head. Yeah, and it's did. like, is that just? Like, it, it reminds me of uh, when you go to Disneyland, you ride the haunted mansion, mm-hmm. and there's just like that floating head that's talking in the room uh, when it's in the <laughs> crystal ball, and it's just like floating around the room. That was like how Alistair uh, Black looked while doing his promo. I was like, oh, uh, no one knows how to fade to black when they're against me. Um, But I I like that Aleister Black is getting yes. a, a dedicated yes. push. Um, I, I, I think that these promos need a little bit of work. Yeah. Like, they're a little... I, I don't know. I, they didn't really, it was, maybe it's the, the dumb person in me, but I didn't really get any... The stuff he was yeah. saying didn't really quite make a lot of sense to me. It was like... It sounded like a... Like a uh, like a Def Jam poetry night or something yeah, where I'm like, what, what was gonna say? Saying? It feels like you're back in college <laughs> yeah. and you have to go to your friend's black box one man show <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you're like, I gotta go. Uh, it's it's my friend's. And you're sitting there and you're like, oh God, how long is it? There's an intermission? <laughs> <laughs> so it was that kind of thing. 
so yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more work on the on the on the promos would work because Aleister yeah. Black is badass just by himself. Yeah, and he the one they did at NXT, an maybe black. I just didn't notice it because they like. They had other things yeah, going did. on, so you don't necessarily focus on just the words. Right. But if you're gonna like take away all focus on just and, and just place it all on his head, yeah. And you, I'm gonna have to pay attention to his words. Right. So those words better be strong. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. That's yep. how I feel about that. I agree with that completely. Uh, we finish up the show with Xavier Woods being on the KO show. It's become well, a, not really. Well, yeah, the conversation. His toy. He was toy, <laughs> his toy. Uh, and uh, uh, and then Kofi runs out, and they have a, a, a battle. Boom, boom, boom. And Kofi gets the best of him, and kind of setting up what's gonna uh, this match or promoting this match even more coming down the pike. Did you think it was a good way to end the show? Uh, I did, only because like I was saying at the top of the show, mm-hmm. I. Felt Felt like they need to transition out of congratulations, Kofi. Yes, and this was an angry, mad Kofi. No conversation. Run right down the ring and let's do this. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, okay, you know what? I gave you a chance. Like you've beaten up my friends too many times. I'm coming to mess you up now. And even yeah. with the end, it was like, you wanted this. This is what you asked for. So yes, I am very ready to see Kofi transition out of congratulations mode and 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 be a champion. Mm-hmm. And and this was the clearest indication. That, that, that that's the direction we're going. Yeah. You know that that we are going to get that with this match against Kevin Owens. So for that, I say it was a, a hit yeah. only because I I desperately need them to get away from celebration yes. mode. Yes, yes. WrestleMania was three weeks ago, and maybe this will help this program with uh, with Kevin Owens will help to put that and solidify that and move past it. I think it will yeah. because Kevin Owens is good at evoking seriousness from people. Yes, he's so he, when he when he turns it on and he can be angry Kevin Owens and be like the dastardly Kevin Owens that we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when he's best, yeah. and I feel like he's going to bring that like that same uh, emotion out of Kofi Kingston. Yeah, thoroughly agree, and this will be fun. To I think I'm looking forward to this match. Yes, uh, oh yeah, me too. This thoroughly. is going to be fun, right? Because how many more weeks have we got to this thing? Uh, two or three more weeks? Sounds I, May nineteenth, like I think, is right. when it's supposed to be. Oh, is it May nineteenth? I think so. We looked this up once on here, yeah, I remember. Did. We really did. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, crap, it doesn't say. All right, it's let, okay. Let's, let me see here. Everyone's going to watch it anyways. <laughs> it's like two weeks. Probably. I just want to make sure because I've got that, uh, I've got that uh, match in Houston live. Yeah, May 19th. So I'm going to be flying back and I'll, I'll be back in time to watch it. But it's also the finale of Game of Thrones. So that's, Oh, I know. That's I surprising that. to me that they would schedule it for that weekend because they are asking a lot of the fans. Well, I will say luckily we live on the West Coast. Yes, true. We get both. It's one of those situations where I go like, thank God on the West Coast because by the time I finish Money in the Bank, I can then start. Yeah. I can instantly start Game of Thrones, so right, I'm good right. with that. Yeah, that's, I don't know why they did that. Um, <laughs> not, a, not the smartest thing. <laughs> Sketching was at all. Uh, all right, but there you go. So, all right, so uh, overall, we thought it was an okay episode of SmackDown, I would say, uh, and we'll see how the next couple of weeks shapes up because it feels like this was this could have essentially been a send off show. We were ready to go, so we'll see what they do for the next two weeks to build this thing up more and more. Uh, all right, Ryan, uh, thanks everybody for watching. Tell everybody where they can follow and read everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the stories. Or sorry, that's where you can find the videos that we do all week. We do the Raw and SmackDown recap. We've also got Wrestling Sheet Radio that goes up Thursday night where we talk about all the top stories of the week. Also, you can check out the audio version of all of our shows. It's on all podcast platforms. Podcast One, iTunes, Spotify, everything else. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. There you go. You can follow him at Ryan 
Sat and follow me at the Roca says. And uh, and we'll have more coverage of this as it comes along. Of course, you've got the uh, Wrestling Sheet Radio on Thursday, and then we'll be back next week for new episodes of the Raw Recap and the SmackDown Live Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Until then, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods, like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.